Heather. Welcome to The Beautiful Messy Show, a podcast for women who want to believe, behold, and become all God's created them to be in whatever season of life. I help women learn to live a faith-filled and fueled life. On this show, I will give you biblical perspectives for every season of life and mindset reset strategies for everyday life. So let's begin and learn how to find the message in the messy. Hello, beautiful sisters. Welcome back to the Beautiful Messy Show. We are going to be heading into season five. So this will be episode one of season five, and it is titled Unfailing Love. Over in HB Women's Ministry, which is an international women's ministry, we study like a topic or a theme every single month, and there's a workbook to accompany that. So if you would love that workbook, I'll leave it in the show notes, or head over to heatherbaxter.com and you can see everything that's going on there. But I want to bring you a little message today about God's unfailing love, and we're going to talk about that probably for the next four weeks here on the beautiful, messy show. And I want to talk to you today about how in life things get messy because we wrestle in places of barrenness. We we wrestle with the dry season. And sometimes during those seasons, it's hard to see the soil of our hearts as productive. We sometimes, you know what, kind of beat ourselves up. But I want you to realize that God's love is so profound and so unfailing that he looks at us and he sees our end from our beginning. That really encouraged me today because sometimes when we look at our own children, which by the way, he loves more than we could possibly ever love. And I just, sometimes I can't wrap my mind around that, but it is the truth because his love is so unfailing, so reckless. Uh, he doesn't think as we think um, in parenthood. And sometimes I struggle with that. And I began to think about this today, that God sees my daughter's stories from the very beginning all the way to the end. He sees what they are. And my prayer today as a mother, as I was studying his unfailing um, love, that they would understand that they are truly his daughters, and that they will, would be allured through people and through the Holy Spirit to his blessings. And that's the most important prayer that I can pray as a woman, because I want to talk to you today on how when the heart of a woman is the garden of God, the harvest is plentiful. So my number one prayer as a mother, and, I, and I'm kind of going in that direction, you could take this in whatever direction you wanted, but I am specifically praying for my daughters this week as I'm thinking about unfailing love and just praying that they would realize how important God's love is and that if they are that woman that recognizes that, then the harvest is plentiful, life is plentiful, their degree is plentiful. He has a plan for that. We don't need to stress out about that. The relationships will be plentiful. When they look in the mirror, they're going to feel plentiful because of God's mercy and love. But sometimes when we don't open our hearts to that, we don't allow that garden to, to, to flourish, 
and, and, and the harvest to come in through His love, we wrestle in places. We wrestle in these places that I call the flesh because our hearts and the flesh are very fickle, right? They're very, very fickle. And I just want my kids and me as a woman to be open to exactly what Isaiah 54 was teaching. And in today's, in the ministry today in Unfailing Love, we were specifically studying Isaiah 54.10. And it was just a journey through God's Word on how much He loves us. In um, the hills and in the valleys, He has a plan. And let me just read today's verse, if you don't mind. I'm pulling it up on my phone. And I just wanted to share... All right, I want to share this verse with you. Again, this is what we studied in HB Ministries today in our workbook. We're looking at one verse a day, but it's all around the topic of unfailing love. So Isaiah 54.10 says, For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord, that has mercy on you. Wow, that's just so promising. And if you continue to read through Isaiah, it's just a whole section of the Bible that is just a collection of verses on the ministry of God's grace upon the soul, and I'm going to say specifically of a woman who's allowing her heart to be the garden of God's word. And he wants to shower you with his gentle rain, with his hope, and with his blessings. So, whatever you're going through in this life, whatever disappointments, whatever times or seasons of loneliness, or less than moments, or grieving moments, or deep and painful loss moments, the theme all through Isaiah is that we are challenged as women, that the maker of our soul wants to nurture and care for you. And He is the only one that can care for you in specific areas. Amen? As a woman of God, you can hope for His heart to meet yours in true understanding and true acceptance. Because in this world, this world allows us to have feelings of dryness, barrenness. And you know what? Sometimes we go through seasons that we can barely sing. We don't have a note. And I love that God's, lo- God's love knows how to sing over our desert places. And sometimes as a mom, I even believe we have desert places because we dream so big for our kids. And if we feel like they're going in the wrong direction, we just want to kind of like go and allure them back right away and say, no, 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 this is not God's best will for your life or revelation for your life yet, yet, yet. God says sometimes when we go out into our own wilderness, he was taught, I was reading this in Hosea yesterday. He'll meet you in your wilderness times and allure you back. He'll allure you back. He will rescue you in those seasons. So, wow, his love is so much more provi- profound and rec- reckless and, and just unfailing than even a mom or a dad. So, I had to step out of my faith and really enlarge enlarge my heart to realize the love of God's habitation. The love of how God will rescue my children is more powerful than me. So, that really helps me to kind of zip my mouth and hand it over to Him in prayer and really realize that God is 
all about rescuing, all about helping us in our seasons. That's how much he loves us. So I just wanted to take a minute and just um, wrap up God's word and ask you, you know, first of all, have you ever been in that season where you just wonder, like, how? How is this going to happen? Or, or do you ever just try to figure out how something's going to make sense? Like, wow, I don't, I don't get how we're going to get from point A to B. Like, this is not making sense. Or do you ever feel like you're in a season of, wow, this is kind of frightening? Um, I, I really don't, I, I don't get this season. I'm a little bit frightened. I feel like uh, there's no restoration here. There's no hope. Well, as I was looking again at Isaiah today, specifically 10, but if you go to Isaiah 54, 2 through 3, it says that God is not just focused on answering that void. He's more focused that we find our lives in him. He's more focused on our heart becoming that garden. So he works in those wrong decisions. He works in the wilderness. He works in the breakup situations. He works in the grieving situations. He works in the sinful places, those empty, barren places that sometimes we're trying to cover with things that we can never fill properly. And he has a purpose in the redeeming. He has a purpose in the rescuing. He has a purpose in the alluring process. And that was so hopeful to me because I was like, wow, wow. This is a message from the heart of our Father, our true Father, that He's going to redeem you in spite of your decisions, in spite of your mistakes. You will be strong in spite of the journey that you have taken. That really gave me peace today because I looked back at the decisions I made as a young child, and no matter what my parents said, I was so strong-willed, I was going to do it anyway. And I began to think how God rescued me in the wilderness, how He allured me back to center, how He allured me with His GPS in the direction I needed to go. And that definitely didn't come from my mother and, my, my mother and father's voices of telling me I'm wrong or I'm going to make the wrong decision or, or pointing out what I needed to do. It was just God's love, the author and the finisher of my faith, and God using other people around me to help navigate me back to center. So growth and obedience definitely are connected, but sometimes we're in a place where we don't make that connection. We don't make that connection. So that concept of growth and being obedient to God is just not metaphorically in our faith walking process, if that makes any sense. It's like, we're just not there. And so, uh, God's saying, you know what? I-, I love you so much that I'm already actively preparing the seeds for you. I'm, I'm already seeing the people that I'm going to put in your life so that you can spread out and increase and begin to move in the direction that I have for you. It was so good. Because sometimes, I mean, think about this. I think back in my life, I, I was really not sowing the great, the greatest seeds. So my heart, my harvest was um, the roots and, and the harvest. I had a lot of uh, 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 weed work to do. I had a lot of deep, deep secrets and deep places that I was hiding with my own dirt, my own soil, and I was wondering why things were getting, you know, rooted up. And I, there was no fruit. There was no harvest. It was like d- dead fruit. There was bad emotions. There was just, I wasn't cultivating grace. I wasn't meditating on any promises. I was just spiraling in the wrong direction. And I look back on 
God's love, and I think about um, my faith journey and the substance of hope and the evidence of where I begin to see Him in my heart. And even though I felt hopeless, which is very true, felt super hopeless, that seed God was starting to plant in me was bearing um, fruit, small fruit, but what it was doing is getting me excited about experiencing Him more. So, just sitting back today and looking at God's love over my life and how He was working was ah, it was beautiful because I had so many desolate times, just times of confusion and and times of challenge. But yet, I I I didn't understand how God worked. I really didn't know much about Him. I knew religion. And here I sit and I, I, I can see the pattern of God. I can see the hand of God. I can see all the experiences that my husband and I um, ex, you know, experienced together, walked through together, um, touched and tasted the love of God. And when you want that so bad over your children and you're hoping they will not make the decisions that they're telling you that you're going to make because you can see, you feel like you can see, God's reminding me that He can see too. And sometimes the wilderness is part of the plan. So it's okay if they're choosing not to obey. You've done the best in preparing the way for them. Now back off, hands off. And in our lessons this week, I was teaching on love, L-O-V-E, over in the ministry. And the L for love is let go. Let it go. And God was reminding me, let it go. Let it go. I'm waiting to love in these empty places. I'll be the measure in these empty places. But sometimes you have to walk to feel the empty. You have to walk to feel the uh, confusion. And in those empty places, they'll hear your echo. They'll hear your words later. And guess what? There'll be victory. That one voice, which is the theme of our ministry this whole year, is one voice. That one voice will echo in their heart, and that will begin the garden. That'll begin their desire of truly being a woman of God. And so when I looked back at my journey, my heart was just not enlarged instantly because somebody told me about God. I literally needed to go to those cold places, to those challenging places, to those desolate places, to those difficult spaces. And that is when my journey began to be blessed by God. That was really when I noticed His grace because it was starting to dawn on me. Before, I didn't care. And so, as a mom, I sat back and I thought, you know, God's so unfailing. His love is so good. He's so involved. So, even though I taught my children to become a fertile ground, to have that heart, to have that hunger, Sometimes they're going to go in the other direction, and I can't control their decisions at a certain age, but I can let go and let God's love stumble upon their lives. Now, we think stumble. God's waiting to rescue. They have to stumble upon His love because He's right there, and I just want you to sit back and think, what situations are you going through right now? 
Like, where is your journey? And I pray that this is an encouragement and this is just a word of refreshment to keep moving, but also to open up your eyes, which, have you ever heard of the song, Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord? Open the eyes of your heart because God's truly doing some work in your soil. He's working all around you because He wants to be in your heart. That's the garden of God because He has a harvest that's plentiful. So I want this to be a reminder that His mercy is working for you. His love is working for you. He has highways of holiness in this beautiful, messy life here on earth. He has highways of holiness. He can bring us up. He can remove a lot of valleys. His promise is rooted in hope. Sometimes we cannot see that. But remember, God looks at us and He sees our end from the beginning. As a mother, I cannot see my daughter's end from the beginning, but He can see that. So my prayer today was just over my daughter's hearts. My prayer would be that they would hear his love echo in those valleys that they may not recognize as a valley right now. That we want to just get in there and say, no, don't go that way. Not a good decision. This is when God can cultivate grace. And again, looking back in the decisions my husband and I were making as young babies in our marriage, I know the words of wisdom that were speaking around me, just trying to cultivate and help my soil so that the a word of God could get rooted and we could just end up in the right direction. I wasn't open to that. But God never stopped chasing me down. He was fighting for me. He was fighting for my marriage. And I remember the days I was starting to hear the echoes of his love in a barren season in the wilderness. And man, that made my heart feel so full today. It made me um, so encouraged that even though I may feel like the journey's slow with with children and, and you know, I, why aren't they responding? Why aren't they, you know, I know as parents, we go through that. We just, we want to see them make the right decisions now, because we're cultivating and we're trying to, you know, do what's right in our life, but then those around us are not responding the way we want them to. I want you to be encouraged today to know that the unfailing love of God is at work. All we need to do is sit back, wait, watch, and listen, and just pray. Pray. We are doing a love challenge in the ministry this month. So pray and speak words over your children. Speak those words. Speak words of direction. Speak words of sowing. When we sow through prayer, God is already at work. He's getting ready to prepare his echo in our husband's life, in our in our in our children's. Maybe there's a relationship. Keep praying because you are nurturing and caring for that heart behind the scenes. And God is hope and he's going to meet your needs and your understanding understanding and everything. Just give it to him. Sing over your kids' hearts because your redeemer is going to meet your child in that bearing space. 
All you need to do is bravely sing, bravely speak, and bravely sow. Exactly what we did here in the ministry all in January. We were January, we were doing a better you in 2022. We were sowing dreams of what could be or should be when we looked at our life wheel. So as I'm praying for my daughter, because I have a dream for all my kids, but then you know. Each specific daughter is wired differently. So as you look at their life, you ask God to like enlarge the capacity of their hearts to see see Him, hear His echoes. So I began to pray that. I began to sow those seeds. I began to take that love challenge and do some of those challenges today over my children. And so, wow, all I can do is sit back and watch God work. God's work and His Word are always full of patterns. I can see the pattern of God in my past life, and I just thought, wow, I'm going to see patterns in my kids' lives. I just wish I could see it all right now. But then again, if you turned a quilt over and you saw the handiwork of the quilt maker and all the stitchings and the tied ends, it would not look like the design on the front. So sometimes when our kids are in a certain situation or a certain place, or even our past lives, maybe we've tied that off and went in a new direction, or we've tied this off and went in a new direction, or we've tied that off. Every single detour, intersection, or or tie-off moment, there was a pattern of God's grace and His love in your life. It's just up to us to start to recognize that, and that's faith. That's when we couple our faith in with God and we begin to see his work. That's called experiencing God. And a lot of times we go through crises of belief to actualize to actually um bring more emphasis to our faith. And so I think back of all my crisis of belief moments and that's really what's made my heart open and more willing to say God my heart is your garden. So when I look back and I can look at some, you know, flowers that have grown, some big trees that have grown, um, just some work that God has done, it's really from some seeds and dreams that we're sowing. So keep sowing seeds over your husband. Keep sowing seeds of God's word and God's power and God's love over your children because he is at work. So I hope that this was just kind of a nice chatting time on unfailing love and and just God's reckless, reckless love and his endless love and how he's going to chase you down and and he's fighting for your kids and and we're just behind the scenes praying into all of that because he's so powerful. So I pray that this was a blessing to you. Um, Again, please, if you're in an overwhelming situation, know that it's a never-ending situation with God's love. If you are running away, please know that God's chasing you down. If you are fighting a fight in today's world, that you just are running out of steam, know that he's fighting until you're found by him. Give yourself to him and you will not feel so overwhelmed. You will start to experience that reckless love. Amen. And I'll tell you what, God is the bridge. Part of that song says, there's no shadow you won't light up. There's no mountain you won't climb up. You're coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down. Lie you won't tear down. You're coming after me. Thank you, sister, for hanging out. 
on the beautiful, messy show. Life can be messy, but he's coming after you. He loves you. So hang in there. Trust. Ask God to open the eyes of your heart. And I will see you in episode two of Unfailing Love. Love you, sisters. Bye-bye. Lost again, going back around Dreaming of a time when I get things right Lost in the shadows of a million stars